morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Happy Friday, everyone. Good morning. It is May 7th. We got some new stuff for you today. First of all, we got a lot of new music to talk about, but also we got a new voice on the pod today. JL Rucker, one of my favorite people at 1.37 p.m. is going to be joining me today for the pod. JL, what do we got to talk about today? Hip-hop. Hey, Charlie, we've got a lot to talk about, but let's kick it off with music. You know, J. Cole is dropping his first track and the hip-hop world is eagerly anticipating his new album, The Off Season, next Friday. But, you know, J. Cole being who he is, apparently he wants to give people a taste of his new music early. So he dropped one of the album's tracks, Interlude, this morning after announcing his plans to break protocol and not release the entire album at once like he originally planned. I mean, what can we say? The man knows what the people want. Isaiah Rashad track drops today. It seems like the May 7th release hinted at by TDE was referring to the man, the myth, Isaiah Rashad. His song Lean With It featuring Duke Deuce dropped last night at midnight. Now, for those who don't know, Rashad looked to be one of the biggest names in hip hop after his critically acclaimed projects. Sylvia Demo, which is from 2014, and The Sun's Tirade, which is 2016, but we haven't heard from him since then. He confirmed in his Vader interview that his album, The House Is Burning, will drop in June. T Grizzly's Built For Whatever dropped last night at midnight and while you're listening to the track make sure you check out 1:37 p.m. for a story on the Detroit rapper's NFT drop from last week which gave fans access to today's virtual release party and lifetime access to his GTA server and shows in your local area so make sure you hit the website check that out. And as Charlie mentioned earlier, it's not just J. Cole and T. Grizzly dropping music. We also have NBA Youngboy, Quando Rondo, Lil Papa, Trippy Red, Playboy Cardi, Sweetie, and just so many others that are dropping new music today. So make sure you keep it locked. We got a big update for the fans of the Tom Clancy games. Yesterday, Ubisoft and Red Storm Entertainment announced that they have two new division games in the works. The publisher Ubisoft and developer Red Storm Entertainment have some new heat in the works, and it's all from Tom Clancy's The Division franchise. A standalone free-to-play game that takes place within a new setting has been announced, and it's called The Division Heartland. This title is slated to launch sometime this year or 2022 for consoles and PC. Additionally, a Division mobile game is currently in development. And finally, even more content is slated to come to The Division 2 in the form of a new game mode and more ways to level up your agents. So essentially just a ton of updates from Ubisoft and Red Storm Entertainment with regard to Tom Clancy's The Division. The Call of Duty League is back and stepping back into the full-on live esports arena for those who have been longing for live events and especially the live events that accompany Call of Duty esports competitions. We've got some good news. The Call of Duty League, the CDL Major 4, will be played in a live event setting and it'll be hosted by the 2020 Call of Duty League champions, the Dallas Empire. This LAN, which those who don't know, LAN stands for Local Area Network Event, and that essentially just means that they'll be playing together in a space sharing one network as opposed to it being a remote event. This LAN event will emanate from the Esports Stadium in Arlington, Texas, and it'll take place from June 17th to the 20th. Finally, esports is coming back to in-person events, which is pretty exciting. I know a lot of CDL fans were awaiting this month. Sports. Yesterday, it was announced that Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signed a bill to allow college athletes to get paid for image usage and likeness. This has been a topic that's been debated about in sports heavily. And, you know, not much is known about the exact terms and conditions yet, but we do know that athletes will be paid for their likeness from here on out in the state of Georgia. 
Europa League is finally set. One day after Manchester City and Chelsea set up an All English Champions League final, Manchester United finds itself in a major title match as well. United defeated Italian side Roma 8 5 on aggregate to reach the Europa League final where they will face Villarreal. The Olympics will stream on Twitch. In an effort to expand their audience to a younger demographic, it was announced yesterday that NBC would be teaming up with Twitch to stream live Olympic content in addition to the daily live studio show produced from Tokyo. In addition to that, they're going to be gamifying aspects of the stream as well, and Twitch will provide interactive experiences for viewers. Not 100% sure what that looks like yet, but we'll see. Now, this doesn't mean that they will necessarily stream the entirety of the Olympic Games, but they will be producing a lot of supplemental content like highlight studio shows, athlete Interviews and the aforementioned gamified pre Olympic activations and themed gaming competitions. Collectibles. Bloomberg reported yesterday that the creators of Pawn Stars are reportedly making a show about trading cards and sports memorabilia, and Ken Golden, the owner of Golden Auctions. So, Brett Montgomery, the producer behind Pawn Stars, and Connor Shell, who used to work for ESPN, are behind this new show, which they are in the process of shopping around to a bunch of very seemingly interested networks and streaming services. Bloomberg's source reported that they were in an active bidding war for the show.、Uh, the show will f- profile Ken Golden. And Golden Auctions, which for those who don't know is a leader in the sports collectible space, one of the biggest names around. There are no details on the release or network or really any information at this time. All we know right now is that it is in production and being shopped around. So I know sports cards fans will be excited to get some more mainstream coverage of the space. Yesterday, Sotheby's, the legendary auction house, announced a project called Natively Digital, a curated NFT sale. Again, this is demonstrating auction houses are in the NFT game for the long haul. Yesterday, Sotheby's announced a June auction, which will bring together a group survey of leading NFT artists. It'll be open for bidding from the 3rd to the 10th of June. And the auction features the rare alien CryptoPunk number 7523, who, for the CryptoPunk heads, that's like one of the most famous punks around. It's in the collection of Silly Tuna. Is his tag、uh, in addition to a lot of other amazing pieces that'll be auctioned off? Also, speaking of Silly Tuna, check out we have a great interview on 137 pm.com with him where he speaks about the environmental impact of NFTs because he's a bit of an environmentalist as well and he does a really good job breaking it down. So, if you've been interested in that, definitely look up Silly Tuna 137 pm and you can hear our conversation with him. Check. For the past year or so, so many people in America and worldwide have been working remotely. Yesterday, one of the biggest companies in the US announced that they've adopted a Pretty new remote work policy, a lot of changes to their overall working policies. According to NPR, Chief Executive Sundar Pichai announced that their post pandemic work policy will give employees the option of a hybrid work week, which can mean a lot of different things. But they announced a series of changes to their work policies, including in addition to the hybrid work week,、uh, four weeks per year where employees can work from wherever they want, and then also the hybrid work week, which will allow employees to work in office three days a week and remotely the other two, or some variation of that. I know that in earlier in the pandemic, In May of last year and throughout the summer, a lot of other companies had announced similar things. Twitter and Spotify announced similar things. But then in that same time period, a lot of old guard sort of like finance companies like Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan came out saying that remote work, that they would not consider really remote work long term. So it's interesting to see this sort of ongoing battle between the tech world and the finance world in the conversation of whether or not remote work is viable.、Um, but Google is a pretty big name in the space to be coming out as pro. Remote work or a hybridized work model. So interested to see who else follows suit. That's all we've got for today. Happy Friday, everyone. And as always, remember, stay curious out there. All right. 
That's it for today's edition of 731 AM. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest to arm you for your daily hustle. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified every time a new episode drops. For more in-depth coverage on all the stories you just heard and more, be sure to follow 137 p.m. on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Or just head to 137pm.com.